Prepare yourselves for the greatest tragedy ever told. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. Hey, everybody. If you are in the Utah area and you have not checked out our SummerSlam event that is happening at the end of July, then you're crazy. You got to go check it out. This is for teens and parents, and it's going to be an event where we teach both how to build confidence, manage emotions, and strengthen relationships. And we timed it just perfectly to get everybody ready for the upcoming school year. It's going to be in Sandy, Utah. And and even if you're like Utah adjacent, it's going to be worth the drive over. All of the firmly founded coaches will be there, myself included. I would love to meet you in person and spend some time teaching and coaching you and your mom or dad, whoever wants to come. So tickets are still available. Go to firmlyfounded.com slash event to check it out and get your ticket today. And now episode 84, the greatest tragedy ever told. Greek storytellers were entertaining a crowd at the theater of Dionysus. One young storyteller stood up and announced to the crowd, Prepare yourselves for the greatest tragedy ever told. And he proceeded to tell a story about two lovers who pledged their lives to each other despite feuding families and their country's war and other problems. They did all they could to be together, but alas, a fatal disease took her life and separated our two star-crossed lovers. The crowd applauded and spoke to each other about how tragic that story was. But then, an old storyteller stood up and said, That's not a tragedy. That's a misfortune. The young, eloquent storyteller retorted, Like you can regale a more tragic story than that, old man. The old man stood tall with a stone face that quieted the crowd. Then he spoke. There was a boy who was in love with a girl, but he never spoke to her of it. She would pass his way every day, and he would do nothing. One day, a traveler from a distant land came and swept the girl off her feet, and she sailed off to be with him for the rest of her life, and the boy never saw her again. That's not a tragedy, old man! But it was. You see, the girl the boy was in love with was madly in love with him, too. But he never said a word never made a gesture, so he never knew it. Their bond would have been the strongest the world had ever seen, 
a relationship for the ages, a love of legend. But it never was. The young storyteller was hushed, and the crowd was still. You see, if you take all the action you can and end up losing what you want, that is indeed sad. But if you take no action at all to obtain the thing you desire most, when the thing you desire most desires you back, that is the greatest tragedy ever told. All right, y'all, I want to be clear. Today's message is not just about taking action in dating, though we'll cover that too. Now, the girl the boy was in love with can represent your dream, any dream. Now, I want you to know that your dream loves you back. It wants to be with you. Don't let it sail off with someone else. Here's today's secret for an awesome life. There are sad things that happen to us, and then there are tragedies we create. The first must be endured, but the second can be avoided. Now, of course, the tragedy I'm talking about here is more of the uh, definition, the classical definition of what a tragedy is versus what a comedy is. And back then in Shakespeare's time in Greek stories, comedies weren't always just, you know, supposed to be hilarious or funny, but a comedy is a story in where the hero gets what he wants. It's opposite from a tragedy. So the lesson today is I want you all to pursue the thing that you love. But Joey, what if I try so hard to get the thing I want and it doesn't happen? Yeah, that can be sad. That could totally happen, and it would be sad. But it's not a tragedy by standards of epic storytelling. Wanting something that was never going to be does suck. But it's better to pursue it and find out it's never going to be than never pursue it and wonder what could have been. Let's apply this to dating first. I, I told you that we would. First off, and I, I've said this before, dating is data collection. And far too often, fear stops us from doing the data collecting that's necessary. We ask ourselves, well, what if they don't like me? Well, if they don't like you, you get to move on to somebody else. That's the data we're after. It's literally the most important data that you could get. But because in dating especially, we take everything personally. If someone rejects us or says no, if we ask them out or ghosts us, then we make it mean that we are not valuable in some way, shape, or form. So first off, don't do that because that's what you're afraid of. You're afraid that rejection or not getting your dream or the person that you want to be with is going to happen and it's going to mean that you're not a desirable person. So then you just never go after them. You never collect that data. Get rid of the drama that's in your head about dating and just do whatever it takes to get the data you are after. 
Here's my biggest tip when it comes to dating. It's also probably the biggest thing that your brain is going to fight against. My biggest tip is this. If you're interested in someone, I want you to assume that they want you to ask them out. Assume that they are interested in you. Now, I know your brain is freaking out because, Joey, the scariest thing imaginable is being interested in somebody when they are not interested in you. And I can't let them know that I'm interested because if they're not interested in me, that's the worst case scenario right there. I need to avoid that. Instead, I'm going to play these games where I do a bunch of inaction or uh, very passive aggressive action where I try to drop hints and, and see, like kind of let them know that I'm interested, but not really interested, but maybe interested, but not really. And that's how I'm going to approach this. And it's going to take a long time and they're going to sell off into the sunset with somebody else. So. I don't recommend that. Going into asking somebody out or telling somebody that you're interested, going into that with the mindset that they want me to ask them cannot hurt you. Like it, it really can't because you're the one first off who decides whether or not you're, you're hurt by it. And if you go up and go, you know what? I'm a, an amazing catch. Anybody would be uh, just glad to have me interested in them or, or at least flattered that I'm interested in them because I'm an amazing catch. Now, I'm not for everybody, but I'm still an amazing catch. And this person doesn't mind me asking them out. And if, if that's where your brain can get to, if that's the highest thought your brain can get to is that, well, at least they won't mind me asking them out. Sure. Ones above that would be, yeah, no, they're, they're probably interested in me asking them out. And then you go up and then you ask them out and you find out that they're not interested, you go, oh, cool, no problem. That, that's great, hey, thanks so much for your time. Or however you wanna get out of that. But here's the thing, if you approach it like they're not interested in you, it's gonna go a lot worse. I'd rather be known as the person who confidently and boldly will approach somebody I'm interested in and be like, hey, would you like to go on a date with me? No? Hey. No worries. I respect that. Thanks so much. And then moving on to somebody else. I'd rather be that guy than the person who is quietly, silently pining after somebody that doesn't even know either I exist or doesn't even know that I'm into them. Because here's the thing. Best case scenario is that they would love for you to ask them out. So approach things uh, being, be aware of the worst case scenario, but approach things, especially dating, as if the best case scenario is possible. So now let's apply this concept to dreams generally, whatever your dream may be. You need to believe that your biggest dream wants you to find it. It wants you to pursue it. That can be anything you want from what you want to be when you grow up, to places you want to travel to, to how much money you want to have, and even just who you want to be. Like, I want to be confident. I want to be outgoing. I want to be a good piano player, etc. Picture the thing you want the most as someone you have a crush on. It's an accurate metaphor, right? You're admiring it from afar. You dream about what it would be like to be together. You think about it all the time. You get all Twitter-pated when you think about it. At least I do when I think about my dreams. And above all, the biggest similarity is that you get really nervous that you might not get it. That nervousness, that fear 
will drive you away from your goal. It will cause you to take inaction or worse, action that pushes your goal actively away. And living your whole life, never doing the thing that you wanted to have done, that's tragic, my friends, okay? Let's think about some of the things that stop us. Maybe some things that your brain might be telling you right now. I'm gonna try to read your mind from my studio here. You might be thinking, yeah, but Joey, what if I pursue a career that takes me so far off the path or in the wrong direction? Then I've wasted a bunch of time. I would tell you two things, and this is from somebody who's been through multiple careers throughout my life, and I'm not even 40 yet. Two things here. First off, never underestimate your ability to pivot, to recognize that the path you're on isn't as glamorous as you wanted it to be, or isn't actually what you want, or isn't one that you have the ability to finish right? Maybe the talent's not there for those who want to be a professional uh, athlete of, in some way, shape, or form, or a YouTuber, or a musician, uh, or maybe the, it's just so saturated with all this great talent that you're just not being found out. But never underestimate your ability to pivot. And then second, everything you do is going to be for your benefit. I love that thought. Everything I try from the year of college that I did at a university that was $40,000 a year, and I went there for acting, uh, and then ended up transferring to another (laughs) university eventually. Uh, Even that one year, and I think one class of mine transferred, and I got credits for one class, even that had benefits for me. I learned something. It shaped who I was. And it totally did. I used the knowledge that I gained during that year a ton. There's always knowledge to be gained on the journey through life. So don't think that you're wasting time. No time is wasted. You can waste it, but it's not a given that it must be wasted. Now, let me see if I can read your mind for maybe another thought that might be out there of a reason why you shouldn't pursue the dream that you want. Again, this is whether it's uh, a person that you want to ask out or whether it's something that you want to do or become. Maybe you're telling yourself, well, I don't want to pursue it because if I don't get it, that'll be embarrassing. Like failing is horrible and it doesn't feel good. Okay, yeah, you might be embarrassed. You, you might feel horrible because you failed. I'm, I'm not going to tell you those things aren't going to happen. However, those things are not signs that you're a loser. Those things are signs that you are a trier, that you are a go-getter, that you are someone who takes action towards your dreams. I've said this before in other episodes, but failure and embarrassment, they're not signs that you should stop. They're signs that you're actually trying. And very few people can actually say they are trying to get the thing that they want. Be one of those people who fail because failure is a sure sign that you are going to get what you want one day. Don't be afraid of pursuing your dream because if you go after it and find out it was never going to happen, that's okay. It might be sad, but it's okay. But if you never try and totally could have achieved it, that's a tragedy. 
and you will be forever bitter as you see other people enjoying life with the dream that you desired. Hey teens, would you say you are the sidekick or the hero of your life? You see, sidekicks play small. They let their emotions stop them from doing the things they want to do. Heroes, on the other hand, heroes are always in control of their destiny. They still struggle, but they know how to struggle. They know how to develop self-confidence, manage their emotions, and take the action they need to so their story ends the way they want it to. If you want to stop being a sidekick and start being the hero of your story, let me be your coach. I take teens from sidekick to hero in the Firmly Founded Family Membership. And this membership isn't just for teens. We have stuff in there for parents as well. So if you're ready to switch into hero mode, go get your parents and go to firmlyfounded.com to see when our doors to the membership open next.